and gets a full toss straight up, and Haynes crunches it through the covers for four. Terry again, this time back on the mark, but punched off the back foot by Haynes. She timed that superbly, and it'll be back-to-back -back boundaries. Again, this time cut, and again it's got through the gap, and this will be deep third, and that is away for three consecutive boundaries. It is a very warm welcome to the latest edition of the Cricket Library Weekly. My name is Matt Ellis and joining me as always, Robbie McKinlay. Welcome back. Good morning, Matty. Great to be back on a, well, we've got rid of the, finished with the BBL. WNTL's firing up. The Shield Cricket's about to fire up. There's a bit of Marsh Cup action happening there in the background. The Test Series overseas, we've got a New Zealand tour to start. So, Matt, there's plenty of cricket to be chatted about. And the announcement that everyone has been waiting for yeah. around the world, We're, even we've been waiting for it, it's been embargoed. I've got an envelope sitting here on my desk, <laughs> and I've been told that I cannot open it until we get to the announcement of the official inaugural Cricket Library Weekly medal winner. And that was based on three, two, one votes from the yep. KFC Big Bash. But before we get to the medal winner, to build the suspense a little bit as well, I guess, let's chat about the final, the big one, the decider, the Sydney Sixers lifting the trophy for the second time in a row on the back of the bat of James Vince. Couldn't get a ton, but who cares? <laughs> they, they they lift the trophy. Vince ninety five from sixty. Uh, Andrew Ty, two wickets in there as well. Liam Livingston, pretty good at the top of the order for the Scorchers as well. 45 from 35 for him. And Benny Dwarshus, wickets at key times, three for 37. And Dan Christian, can't he find his way to a trophy cabinet? <laughs> he does. He, oh, I'm telling you, he, um, yeah, his mum and dad should have a, um, a um, what do they call it, like one of those trophy shops where they can, it's Dave, a lot of engraving and whatnot, but he's just incredible. I think he's, he's off overseas again very shortly too, but just the, I thought the Sixers were just fantastic, weren't they, Matty? They've just shown why they are the best side in the competition. They've gone back-to-back, -back, not easy to do. And once again, I, I always go back to that game at the MCG when they beat the Melbourne Stars. They really only had to secure one point that in the, after 10 overs to, to um, you know finish on top. But they decided they'd win that game as well. And they, winning form is great form, and they were able to do it. So congratulations to everyone involved there. And I thought the crowd was absolutely fantastic too. It was such a good atmosphere. Obviously, I, like you, Matt, would have watched it on TV. But at the TV event, I thought it was brilliant. And the um, it sounded like one of those parochial Perth crowns. They turned the they turned the tide on the scorches. But, um, yeah, great stuff. And, and James Bent, yeah, unbelievable. I just wish he had made a ton. But at the end of the day... Um, they got the, the main prize, and that's the uh, trophy. And the run out with him and Philippi, a bit of a mix up there. Uh, just one of the <laughs> one of those things that can happen in a game of cricket. And do you think partly the runs on the back of the fact he didn't want to go and explain himself to Josh in the change rooms? Can happen, Matt. I've seen it happen before. It certainly does. And don't forget the catch he took. Oh, what about that catch he took yeah. in the in, to get rid of um, Mitch Marsh, who was looking a little bit dangerous and. That, that, to me, will really seal the game. So, yeah, fantastic. And, gee, won't England have a nice T20 side when the next World oh. Cup comes around? Won't, won't they ever? There's some serious talent there. And, uh, 
looking ahead, Robbie, um, we've got a bit of a break from the short format cricket, but before we get there, we need to make this announcement. Do you think we? Sh- do you think we? We're yep. re- re- no, can't. So this is this is based on three to one votes from the uh, Big Bash season and and the votes done at various games depending on who was assigned to the game. Matt Fiction, myself, and Robbie McKinlay. Should I? Um, I'll just open. How many? You're gonna go top. How many? What have they given you a top or just oh. the winner? I've been given the top seventy-eight players, but I, 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 I won't be going through the top seventy-eight. Um, no, that might take the edge off the potty. Yeah, I think so. So, um, in equal fifth place, equal fifth place here, it is both from the Brisbane Heat, Chris Lynn and Marnus Labashane. On Marnus Labashane. Yeah, on the, the equal fifth. Yeah, so okay. ten, ten votes for them. Down, yep. ten votes. Yep, yeah, and then yep, then equal second. Um, we've got J.R. Felipe or Philippi. Sorry, <laughs> I keep getting oh, that wrong. My, uh, the the French. Uh, the French. We we are ranked number five in France. Uh, for those Go with Philippe, then. Yeah, yeah, keep them happy. Yeah, so Philippi and. J.A. Richardson on 12 votes. But the winner of the inaugural Cricket Library Weekly Medal for BBL 10 is, drumroll, A.D. Hales. Sydney Thunder is the winner. Alex Hales. How many votes, Matt? 13. So he polled one ahead. One ahead of Philippi and Richardson and three clear of Lynn and Labashane. Labashane made a big late run, didn't he? I reckon if if the Heat had have pressed their way into the, the decider... He could have he could have taken it out, but not to be. So well done, Alex Hales. Alex, if you're listening, please get in touch with us at 101R Bungle Gumby Road and uh, Burrabadine, New South Wales 2830, and we'll organise that medal presentation for you. And beautiful. Might, you might even include trip home. Well, I'm wondering if I might even include a Burrabadine lifestyle membership uh, for Why Alex not? Hales as well. So Alex. You know where yeah, to find us, um, and if 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 we can't catch him this season, maybe if he's back for Big Bash next time, uh, we could yeah, be nice. We could have a gala nice. ceremony somewhere, roll out the yeah, red carpet, get him out there as part of the Sydney Thunder um, country blitz trip. That'd be nice. Oh, had, uh, that'd be outstanding. Send him out your way, Jabo. But yeah, congratulations. Very deserving. I, I I approve I approve of that and um, commend it. The voting. It's held up nicely. It's very stringent voting process. Um, um, the fact that we didn't know until right now, uh, very, very stringent protocols here at the library. But well done, Alex Hales. Record amount of sixes in the competition, 543 runs for the tournament as well, and a deserving winner of the inaugural medal. Uh, R- Robbie? Mad. Yeah. I did have it actually, and look, it's not an official question through the Cricket Library Weekly through that it didn't hit in the mailbag, yeah. but it was a question in the street I had. Oh, this can go back probably three weeks ago, and the question was, 
were the finals going to count in the voting for the um, Cricket Library Weekly Medal? Yes, yes, they did. Oh, they did. They did. Gee, I better, I better apologise because I said, I, I told that that person that now I'm assuming it's like the Brownlow where the finals don't count. Everyone's done an even platter then. Okay, gee, that might cause a bit of a. Forum. Oh, gee. <laughs> Not uh, another one. Just, oh. just disregard that. <laughs> oh, not again. Disregard that okay. address that I just announced yeah. there, folks. If you've got any concerns, <laughs> get in touch okay, with Robbie so... McKinlay, Rivergum Drive, uh, and he'll sort out yeah. your concerns. Robbie, we've got a haiku poem now, and I've got a feeling, I've got a feeling that someone may have actually known the result of this medal. Uh, no. Anyway, we, we'll leave the haiku poem, and then uh, we'll come back and talk WNCL. Beautiful. A.D. Hales wins it. C.L.W. medalist. Best in the Big Bash. Oh, I thought this information was embargoed, but there you go. Matt Fiction with uh, an immediate tribute to the inaugural Cricket Library Weekly Medal winner, I need to start hanging out in the library more because he, he's got his finger on the pulse, doesn't he? I'm not sure I told you. I had a phone call from, um, well, actually, a message left on my answering machine from uh, Matt Fiction. Okay. Hmm. Is he? So, I, I would be keeping an eye on him. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, dear. He, he had a bit of a vibe going that he thought there might be a spot up for grabs as a co-host of the uh, Cricket Library Weekly after after what went on last week. But anyway, I said that I, I didn't I didn't mean that. I didn't do anything. Yeah, okay. Because there was, yeah. um, just for those who missed last week's episode, make sure you go back and have a listen. Uh, Paul from DAPTO yeah. sent a Matt's mailbag question uh, where I had to pick a hybrid team and I made a mistake. I left out one of the best players going around in Rachel Haynes uh, from that side. And uh, it's been pretty quiet in the Barabadine mailbag mm. front but i th- there has been a lot of talk about it on social media and uh we've, we've got matt's mailbag coming up but i don't think there's anything there for that let's talk women's national cricket league robbie what a great start to the competition and four century makers so far in the tournament what a what a start for the batters yeah it has been hasn't it like it, it obviously um, i think that western australia the defending champions haven't played a game yet and actually it looks like there's a bit of a revamp to the whole fixture. Um, New South Wales won't actually play Western Australia at all prior in the in the um, in the qualifying round. But mm. yeah, it has been a, it's been a great start. Yeah, four centuries. I think a lot of the players are really relishing that extra time at the crease. Um, Elise Polani, I saw that one yesterday. Called the action. She made 135 not out off 135 balls against New South Wales. Bridget Patterson, 108. Um, doing that for South Australia. And then Katie Mack, 106 for ACT, and Nicola Kerry, 105 for Tassie. So it's been a great start. And, yeah, the batters are certainly dominating. But early days in the ladder, Matty, uh, Tassie have won both their games. Victoria have just had one game for a win. Um, South Australia and ACT a win each. Queensland and New South Wales lost their only games. And, of course, WA haven't started. So it's fairly early days. What will impact it is when the team is announced for New Zealand. The Australia have got a, a tour of New Zealand. And Victoria yesterday, Matt, in the game, uh, that was on the Wednesday, 10th of Feb, the game against New South Wales at the Junction Oval, 
they had nine internationals in that side. Incredible. So it was incredible. And then, of course, New South Wales had the likes of, um, uh, you know, um, Healy, Gardner. It, it just went on. They Haynes. had um, Rachel Haynes. How could I forget her? And then it just went on and on and on. So how good was cr- such, game of cricket? Just on Rachel Haynes, my favourite cricketer. Um, what a wonderful start to the oh, game shit. that was yesterday. It was almost like she'd listened to the Cricket Library Weekly last week uh, and sent a, a message directly to us that she means business. Incredible performance. Against Elise, Elise Perry, yep. one of the premier bowlers in world cricket, crunch, 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 and they were genuine cricket shots. Beautiful shots. You can catch that on the, uh, the cricket.com um, highlights package there from a, from yesterday's game. Have a look at that and have a look at the batting of Villani. But, oh, we have Haynes made 60, Ash Gardner made 61, the girl from Wagga, Rachel Treneman, made 58. Then it was a half century to Meg Lanning, her 15th in WNCL history. And then Bellani, of course, making her sixth WNCL domestic um, century. She was the domestic player of the year, voted by her peers last year. So away to a fire. And those two sides will do it again on Friday, Matt, at the Junction Oval. Yeah, looking forward to that one, Robbie. And you'll be back in commentary for that one, cricket.com.au, uh, for people who want to stream the action. Yeah, back in that one. Really looking forward to I'm thinking um, uh, any Meg Lanning side generally likes to chase. Yeah. Anyway, I think if New South Wales win the toss next time, because um, Alyssa um, Healy won the toss and decided to bat, I can see why. But in, I, rec- I reckon there might be a little slight change there. And perhaps maybe use a bit more, a few more spin bowling options too. But golf, it was typical junction oval conditions. Wicket was flat. The outfield was like a bowling green. And, and sadly, unfortunately, no spectators were allowed in outside of family, Matt, because I think they would have had a really good crowd down there because, gee, there's some stars playing in it. Oh, absolutely. The good news, though, uh, people all around the world are able to tune into the action. And I, I'd imagine streaming numbers for the WNCL will be going through the roof with the calibre of players we've got playing in the competition at the moment. And the overall yeah. the overall package is just such a great package these days. So uh, I'll be tuning in for that, Robbie, and um, you'll be you'll be calling the action. We are yep. going to take a quick break, and when we come back, I don't think we've got much more to talk about because I don't have anything in the mailbag unless you do. So we'll take a quick break and come back to wrap everything up on the Cricket Library Weekly. Hi, this is Danny Wyatt. I'm letting you know about Roadside Reviews, the greatest cricket books ever written, reviewed on the side of the road by Matt Fiction and Matt Alice. Check it out today at thecricketlibrary.com. Hope I get one. We are back on the Cricket Library Weekly, Matt Ellis and Robbie McKinlay with you. And time for us to bid you all farewell. Normally we'd have our mailbag segment and nothing coming through to the uh, Barabadeen. Hey, no, well, there might not be anything come through to Barabadeen. I do have one. I've just had a look. I've got on my... You're joking. I've had a, a direct message on my Facebook link sent on this one. So I do have one. So... Oh, no, no, hang on, hang on. The stipulations are they need to send a postcard, Robbie. I don't know if I can sanction this this going to air. This is not a postcard. It's written on a bit of um, A4-lined paper. Okay. Very well, quite neat. Um, Yeah, it's very poignant, I think. Probably, man, it might put, it probably needs addressing something from last week that you touched on not too long ago. So, Matty, I don't normally do this, but I've, 
think you need to, this question needs to be answered. Let's go. Okay. You happy? Yeah, go right ahead. Home. Go ahead. Fine. <laughs> I'm sure. What's the worst that could happen? Well, here we go. <laughs> yeah. Dear CLW, I like the way people are starting to abbreviate. That's I do good. like that. Which, that's good. That's yeah, really good. Which is, I'm liking this mail is, already. Keep it going. Yeah, dear CLW, Cricket Library Weekly, uh, just wanted to write express my concern about the glaring omission of R.L. Haynes from the side you picked last week. That's the side Matt Ellis picked last week, everyone. It is fair to say she would be first picked in my team. Erin at Burrabadeen with a double N. Erin with a double N? Well, looks that's like she's joined the... Surely, surely that's not... Yeah. What's your wife's name, Matt? Erin. Uh, with a double N? With a double N. I know you see me other Erin from Burrabadeen, is there? No. Um, your Matt... wife is called... Your wife has called you out on your selection she has, policy. She, she is a massive Rachel Haynes fan. Um, mm. uh, let so me let, let me let me say this again. I'm very sorry <laughs> for one more. <laughs> I, I'm laughing here, but I shouldn't be laughing. This is probably making it even worse. I just keep digging a hole for myself here. But yeah. um, uh, just to clarify, I, I did I did pick the teams last week uh, from. Paul at Dapto, uh, yep. he wanted a team on uh, a hybrid team of of players that had played in the men's men's T mm. twenty and and women's T twenty, and I I did my research, I wrote it all out. You did your research, <laughs> and then and then I transposed. I'm just going back through my notebook here. I can't find it, but oh. um, uh, did your research? Yeah, and and what actually happened was when I transposed my team into my Cricket Library Weekly show notes. Oh. I made a massive error, so a- apologies, Erin. Um, I know Sheesh. that was a big mistake, and I'll probably hear more. I I have heard a fair bit about it already, but no doubt this will spark oh. things even more. But um, and apologies to Rachel as well. Uh, a lot of people oh, saying Matt. things like yeah. I'm I'm get I've had feedback like oh can't believe it future Hall of Famer left out of your. Eleven, I'm like, yeah, no, fair point. Hey, I'll tell you what I had. How could you leave the Sydney Thunder premiership winning captain out of that side? I That's know. what I had too. I know. And, and then... I said, look, I said, it, I tried. I said it, it was uh, maybe we should have spoken more about it between us before it went to air. But and then because I took you to task on Laura Commit, and yeah. that's how it all came to. Yeah. And then that seemed that rattled you, and then yeah. you, then you, it was a, oh no. The rest is history. And can I just Maybe. Say, can I just say, uh, without wanting to deflect blame too much, it, it was a question without much notice as well. It was. It was. Yeah. But, but I take full responsibility for it, and yep. um, I think we'll leave it there. But thank you, thank you so. for that feedback. It's always good to have feedback, be it um, be it less than flattering, uh, like has <laughs> been the case this week. But Robbie, things, uh, things, <laughs> things might be a bit, fro- bit frosty at the dinner table tonight. If that's the right, Aaron. Oh, it's, it's Valentine's Day on Sunday. Happy Valentine's Day, Aaron. If you're listening, oh, is um, it? Oh, I think uh, I missed it again. <laughs> but uh, Robbie, time for us to say goodbye. We're back again next week. Thanks so much uh, for tuning in. As always, looking forward to the WNCL tomorrow, Robbie. 
And we will catch up again at some stage next week. We are a weekly podcast, but we do we do vary up the days that we yeah. that we put our recording together for a number of reasons. But um, our drawer is a bit like the um, current drawer in Australian cricket. It's flexible and it has to be rotated at times. <laughs> you just you just got to be agile in the current climate, Robbie, and that's what Good. we are I here. Like at the that, cri- mate. Agile. <laughs> uh, well, it's been a pleasure as always. This is Matt Ellis and Robbie McKinlay saying bye for now.